Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today, we are focusing on the topic, Pride Goeth Before Destruction, based on our reading of Amos chapter 6 and verses 1 to 3. In the New Living Translation of the Bible, the word of the Lord said the following, What sorrow awaits you who lounge in luxury in Jerusalem, and you who feel secure in Samaria? You are famous and popular in Israel, and people go to you for help. But go over to Kalneh and see what happens there. Then go to the great city of Hamath and down to the Palestine city of Gath. You are no better than they were. And look at how they were destroyed. You push away every thought of coming disaster, but your actions only bring the day of judgment closer. What a powerful message the Lord is sending to you and I this morning regarding the danger of allowing pride to take control of our heart. What a timely reminder we're receiving from the Lord today that the words of Solomon in Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 18 is still relevant for us today. Here King Solomon said the following, Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. This message that the Lord is sending to us from the story of the children of Israel in Amos chapter 6 and verse 1 to 3 is also consistent with the words of Jesus found in Revelation chapter 3 and verse 17. Here Jesus said, Because thou sayest, I am rich and increase in goods and have need of nothing. What was the problem that God highlighted in Amos chapter 6 and verse 1 to 3? Let us take a few minutes to look carefully again at what the word of the Lord said using the New Living Translation of the Bible. What sorrow awaits you who lounge in luxury in Jerusalem and you who feel secure in Samaria? You are famous and popular in Israel and people go to you for help. But go over to Kalneth and see what happens there. Go to the great city of Hamath and down to the Palestine city of Gath. You are no better than they were and look at how they were destroyed. You push away every thought of coming disaster, but your actions only bring the day of judgment closer. Here we see the people of God living in luxury and believing that because they were the apple of God's eye, that he would wink at their blatant disobedience. Here we see the children of Israel behaving as if they would not be punished for their apostasy because they were members of the remnant church. Here we see God's people behaving as if being the head and not the tail placed them in an elevated position where they would receive a relief from the consequences of their actions. As members of the royal family of God, they expected God to understand that they were just 
not perfect. What a warped view the people of God had regarding their relationship with him. Somehow they felt God would not allow them to reap the consequences of their actions. Such a foolish position to take when history shows that this is not how God acts towards those who disobey his commandments. I love the way the Lord chose to bring to their attention the folly of their views. In verse 2, the Lord asks his people to take some time to look at some of their neighbors and how these neighbors were treated because of their disobedience. Then the Lord said to his people, Do you think that because you are members of the remnant church that I will spare you from the consequences of your blatant disobedience? Do you think that because you are members of the household of faith and a chosen generation that I will wink at your outright disobedience of my commandments? Here we see God making it clear that the children of Israel didn't stand in any exalted position. Here God makes it clear that they would be treated in the same way as the heathen nations. You see, my friend, God was dealing with sin. And no matter who transgresses law, they would be dealt with in the same way. God didn't want his people to believe that because he selected them to be a special group, that they would carry on and expect he would ignore their disobedience. God also wanted his people to realize that pride goeth before destruction. And if they continued to allow themselves to focus on being exalted, he would eventually put them at the base. What is the important lesson that we can learn from this story today? God wants us to realize that when it comes to sin, every single one of us will be treated in the same way. If we choose to be like the children of Israel and allow ourselves to believe that being a member of the remnant church gives us any privileges when it comes to sin, then we need to think again. The only way that we will avoid receiving the same kind of message from the Lord that was given to the children of Israel is if we allow the Holy Spirit to take full and complete control of our lives. When we give God complete control of our heart, our soul, and our mind, He will remove pride from our hearts and place us in a position where we'll humble ourselves before the Lord. Unless we humble ourselves in the sight of the Lord, our pride will eventually lead us to destruction. It is my prayer that we will allow God to help us to be like Him in words, thoughts, and actions. Humble thyself in the sight of the Lord. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, today for the reminder that pride goes for destruction. And if we allow ourselves to cause pride to build up in our hearts, we will indeed reap the consequences of our actions. 
Help us, Lord, to humble ourselves before you. Help us, Lord, to humble ourselves in your sight so that, Lord, we will get the change in our hearts required to make us fit and ready for your soon return. Thank you, Father, for your blessing and your mercy upon us, we pray. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and spirit-filled day.